welcome to Beyond Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Monique Bathus, women's mentor, registered music therapist, and mum of two. And I am incredibly passionate about supporting mothers to thrive in all areas of their life, connect with the woman outside of the mama, and live a more peaceful life filled with joy and fulfillment. And in this podcast, we share tips, practical exercises, stories, and wisdom on all things motherhood and beyond. From relationships, maternal mental health and wellness, the challenges of motherhood, reclaiming your identity post becoming a mother and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome again to Beyond Motherhood. Hi, beautiful friends. We are coming in hot with episode two of Beyond Motherhood. I am Monique Bathis, your host, and today we are chatting about overstimulation and sensory overload in motherhood and how we can reduce it and support ourselves in not letting it get to us too much. (laughs) Because there are practical things we can do, let's face it, but in the moment we may not think of it, so here to just support you in thinking about how you can actually reduce it uh, because we all experience it and it can be really overwhelming when we're feeling touched out from our kids. They're needing us all the time. You've heard mum one, two, or maybe 10 too many times for the day. And there's this constant stream of noise that gets to a point where our systems are just completely overwhelmed and overloaded and that can often lead to us becoming a little bit snappy maybe raising our voices maybe losing our shit and just throwing our hands up and going I'm out this is this is too much I have been there let me tell you I have been there so never feel like you're alone because you are 100% not So I'm going to just dive straight in. I've got three tips, hacks, whatever you want to call them, and things to just think about how you might be able to implement these into your life to support sensory overload and overstimulation that inevitably will show up in motherhood. So first of all, And this has been a big one and, you know, we live in such a sensory dense world where we are constantly bombarded with artificial lights. You know, we've got our screens, our laptops, our tablets. So we're getting all this information, not only from lights, but constant stream of information from, you know, social media, reading things from news, um, all those things. And then on top of that, obviously, the noises and sounds and things that come with being a mother and then come from the devices. Um, So we live in such a sensory dense world um, and our brains are still the same as what they were thousands of years ago. They haven't quite caught up (laughs) to the way we live these days, uh, which is why we do feel overwhelmed and overstimulated because our brains are just really trying so hard to process all this information, uh, but it can't, it can't do it as fast as we uh, would like. So the first thing is to reduce unnecessary stimulation. Seems really simple, 
but maybe look around your house and wherever you are at the moment and just notice how many lights are on, how many different lots of noise outlets are being played. Maybe there's a TV on, maybe there's a device. You're listening to me. <laughs> so really think about, is there things that I can do to reduce unnecessary stimulation? Maybe open the blinds, depending on what time of day it is. Looking at the types of lighting you have in your house. I have lots of salt lamps around my house. So I often will just have them on at nighttime and maybe just let that, the kitchen light. Very rarely do I have the living room lights on unless we're eating dinner, but because at nighttime, like we need our brains to start to unwind and reduce that stimulation to help set us up for sleep as well. Um, so thinking about where you can reduce that stimulation, if it's unnecessary, looking at your phone usage, particularly at nighttime, if you have trouble sleeping, falling asleep, how can you start to reduce some of these things that are unnecessary? Of course, our kids aren't going to <laughs> just automatically go on mute. There's no mute button. But we can still have honest conversations with our kids. Like we talk about the volume inside voices versus outside voices. They need a lot of reminding. But, you know, I have a little bit of a gesture that I go, uh, you know, turn the volume down. We're inside. Doesn't always work. But, you know, really being open with your kids and communicating with them that, you know, this is a little bit too much for me or and those types of things can be really helpful um, in terms of reducing that stimulation, reducing noise levels. Um, our kids obviously like to hug us, particularly my toddler. He just loves to jump on me and all the things. And it's lovely. Like, I love it. And there's times where I'm like, okay, I need a little bit of space. And again, I will say this, I just need a little bit of space right now. Come and give me a hug in five minutes or whatever. You know, he doesn't understand five minutes, but, you know, I'll come to you and give you a hug in a minute in a few, you know, once I finish doing this. So there are ways that we can reduce stimulation, reduce unnecessary stimulation, particularly, like as I said, lighting and, and noise and things. Um, some things are beyond our control, of course, but really looking at that, looking at how your home is set up and your workspace, um, putting on headphones. I do that a lot. I don't even put anything on them. It's just to reduce some of the noise. And let me tell you, it works wonders. So the second thing, and this might seem a little counterintuitive, but play music and it doesn't have to be loud. It doesn't have to be doof doof music, whatever music you like. And again, you can listen to it on your headphones. I sometimes do it while I'm making dinner and the kids are just watching a bit of TV. Um, but putting on music and the reason why as a stimulant, um, you know, as a source of stimulation, music can actually support us is because music is predictable. It tends to be repetitive. Obviously, most songs have verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, if you know musical terms. But, you know, the chorus is repetitive. The melodies are repetitive and repetitive stuff. Our brains thrive on. They love patterns. They love repetition. So music can actually be a source to help soothe our nervous system and to help us feel a little bit more regulated. Not all the time, of course. So this can be a bit of trial and error because, as I said before, sometimes we do just need nothing. We need a bit of pause, a bit of quiet time as well. Might be just a little bit of an experimentation to see when you're starting to feel a little bit overstimulated, maybe putting on just some background music. You know, it could just be something instrumental. Um, but have a little, a little bit of a play around and experiment with that. And then thirdly, remember to breathe. 
I notice so much when I'm feeling wound up, overstimulated, sensory overload, I start to hold my breath. And it's quite common we start to hold our breath. That's not really good. That's uh, not great for our nervous system. Um, because, And also when we start to feel over overwhelmed and overstimulated, we tend to go into more of a sympathetic um, state of our nervous system where we're feeling antsy, we're feeling wound up, our heart's starting to race more, you know, our breathing might be more shallow or we might be starting to hold our breath. We might just feel really fidgety and agitated. Um, when we can start to slow our breathing down, pay attention to our breath, that can help to pull us back into more of a parasympathetic state of our nervous system, um, which is often referred to as our rest and digest system or state. Um, it's really just about tapping into the brake system of our nervous system. So taking slower breaths, paying attention to our breaths, slowing the exhalation down. Could just be something like three slow breaths, just pausing and bringing your mind back to it. And if you forget, often I will just say, pause. Like literally that's just a little mantra or oh, pause. And then that will remind me to breathe as well. So having like just one word that can bring you back to your breath, whether it's breathe, whether it's pause, whether it's slow down, whatever it is, that can just be a really simple reminder for you to just come back to your breath and remind yourself, this is not an emergency. I am safe in this moment. I am just having a little bit of a hard time right now. So these three things have been really helpful for me when it comes to overstimulation and sensory overload in motherhood and helping me navigate and move through those those periods and move through those times. Sometimes you might actually just have to remove yourself and go a step into another room for a minute or 30 seconds. Um, again, that can be a really great place just to pause and breathe or just to reduce that stimulation, the noise levels, the lights, <laughs> go into a dark room. Um, you know what I mean. You catch my drift, right? <laughs> um, it might seem so simple. Of course, often the simple things to do can be the hardest, but they are achievable. They are achievable to do. It just takes a little bit of self-reminding in those moments, which is difficult, can be challenging, but maybe just choose one thing to try and say this week, I'm just going to really be mindful of the lights in the house or the stimulation in the, in, in the home that I notice, yeah, that makes me start to feel a little bit on edge. Um, pick something, pick one of them to try and just see how you feel and see the difference that it might start to make in terms of soothing your nervous system, helping you to feel a little bit more calm and chilled and relaxed and not so overwhelmed and overloaded. Because they can have such a powerful impact. The simplest things can have such profound and powerful impact. So, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave a review, leave a rating, share this episode to your socials, tag me, and I will see you on next week's episode of Beyond Motherhood. Take care, beautifuls. Thanks. 
thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beyond Motherhood. If you'd like to stay connected with me and be more in my world, you can head on over to Instagram at Monique Bathus. Check out the show notes for all other information and details. And thank you again for taking the time to tune into the podcast. I truly appreciate you. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out on the socials or drop them in the Q&A below. Have a blessed week ahead, beautiful.